0: Okay, welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Sam Gold.
1: And I'm Chris Rotundo,
0: And we are back to recap week number five, Chris. We'll get to the Chiefs game later on, but a rough week for me. But I will say, uh, in exchange for that, at what cost, you would say uh, some pretty good games. I'm not going to lie. Probably... I think a couple of weeks ago, there were some really nice endings, but this one probably topped them all so far. I mean, this season has just been delivering on a whole new level. We we were thinking about the primetime games, but even the early games are just delivering. So, you know, when you're watching Red Zone getting to that witching hour, you know, now it's really, like, a real deal witching hour that, like, I don't know. We'll, we'll get to these games. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. There were some crazy endings.
1: Yeah, I mean, the uh... – the Bengals uh Packers game probably my favorite game of the week that was an entertaining one then the Monday night game Colts Ravens I thought that the Colts had it in the bag and then the Ravens came storming back it was a crazy week of football Sam and uh I'm looking forward to discussing it with you yeah
0: definitely uh yeah I would definitely say the best week so far but um yeah let's roll the intro You're listening to in the huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo.
1: All right. And let's kick off our week five discussion by jumping right into the Thursday night game Rams Seahawks. Now, I wasn't able to watch too much of this game, but the big story coming from it was Russell Wilson. He will be missing about four weeks, at least reports are saying with a hand injury, I think in his thumb tore some ligaments. If I'm not mistaken, middle finger and G Gino Smith. Well, what was it? Middle finger. Yeah. All right. It's on its throwing hand. And, uh, Gino Smith will be the Q, the QB one there in Seattle.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Gino Smith. This is what the first time we've seen him on a football field in like at least four or five years. Oh, remember, yeah. He was a first round pick by the Jets.
1: No second, second round
0: or second rounds. Are you sure he wasn't first?
1: No. Yeah. Second round. Okay.
0: Okay. But that was, that was what the 2013 draft. That was, that was the draft that the chiefs had the first overall pick. That, that was a shitty draft all around. So I'm not surprised he was one of the first quarterbacks taken, but, um, yeah, it was kind of like a, a, a weird surprise just to see him walk on the field and then actually do kind of good his first drive. But, of course, at the end of the game, he throws a pick. That wasn't really his fault because the wide receiver slipped. But, you know, you can't get a Geno Smith game without a you know, little little <laughs> pick action. So,
1: But um, this Seahawks defense is bad, and then Geno Smith is going to be there. Depending on how long Russell Wilson misses, this could be a rough stretch of football for Seattle.
0: Yeah, uh, the fact that they're two and three already definitely doesn't help. And the fact that they're in the NFC West just adds on to the pain for Seahawks fans. Uh, I feel them because both defenses of the Seahawks and the Chiefs are pretty similar. We'll get to the Chiefs later. But um, I mean, the sad part is the Seahawks held the Rams to three points at halftime. So they, they were winning. Russell Wilson looked good. He was making nice connections with DK Metcalf. Like I said, it was going to happen last week. And Jalen Ramsey actually didn't really become his dad this game because Metcalf had 98 yards and two touchdowns. But, um, yeah, Matt Stafford also hurt his hand, but it was literally the exact opposite as Russell Wilson, where he just was even better somehow after the hand injury. I don't know how that happened. But, yeah, it was, it was a weird turn of events after halftime, especially for the Seahawks. And the Rams came out and just scored 23 points you know, in the second half and just looked unstoppable. So I don't know what happened with the Rams in the first half, but they picked it up. They took advantage of Wilson getting hurt. And, you know, this game was close for some parts of it. Geno Smith tried his best. But when you have to play against a Rams team that has all these weapons, especially Robert Woods, who has been quiet all year, and he came out with 12 catches and 150 yards, not to mention Cooper Cup's 92 yards as well. I mean, it's it's just hard to stop him, especially with that Seahawks defense. So, honestly, I had the Seahawks winning this game, but Russell Wilson getting hurt. I mean, the Rams had to take advantage of it, and they did. So, they ended up winning.
1: Yeah, the Rams bouncing back after a tough loss against the Cardinals the prior week on a short week coming out and bouncing back with a the win. They get a little bit of an extended rest now. Um, yeah, they're, they bounce back and looking like their old selves. Moving on to wait sunday. really quick
0: really really quick was aaron donald i know he hurt wilson's hand in this game was he also the same guy who hurt drew Brees's hand a couple years ago when he was out for a few games and then bridgewater stepped in it was the same thing right i think so
1: i may, maybe yeah, i'm, I'm not actually, even sure you're really you're really testing my memory that's, here
0: that's really weird all right really testing we'll my memory
1: but uh we can move on to <clears> sunday 9 30 a.m kickoff in London, the Jets and the Falcons, and the Jets looked a little bit jet lagged. I'd guess. Uh, don't don't the,
0: do that. <laughs> the Jets are so mad. <laughs> the Jets are. They were so down bad. twenty to three at halftime. This this final score of twenty seven to twenty was just not what the game was at all.
1: Not at all. The, the Jets they scored a late touchdown to make the game look way better than it did. But if you watched the game, which I, I watched a little bit here here and there. Uh, the Falcons were just controlling the game from start to finish. Uh, Cordell Patterson kind of has been taking over the lead running back role as the season has gone on. And without Calvin Ridley, you would expect him to get the same workload in the passing game and Kyle Pitts. I called it, I said, he will have a touchdown. This is the game he will finally get, he will finally find the end zone. And he did, he had a great game, nine receptions, 119 yards and a touchdown. Uh, all it took was no Calvin Ridley and to face the New York
0: Jets yeah I was literally just about to say is now I would like to see him go off with Calvin Ridley being healthy and not playing against the Jets so we'll see yeah, but, but you know what
1: this could get his uh, confidence going he's learning the, the NFL speed NFL defenses now probably getting a little more used to the offense with the Falcons so we just got to see how he progresses. Uh, I I don't think this is going to be a season that everyone expected to from him. He's a rookie. You got to give him time to develop.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, man, they love sticking the shittiest possible games in London. I honestly feel bad for fans in London because they they only get shitty teams. Like next week is Jags Dolphins. It's it's literally whatever game. The NFL knows is going to get the least amount of viewership. They just stick in London, so <laughs> it's honestly sad. But uh, you know, <laughs> besides that, uh, good for the Falcons if you would have lost this game. I don't. I don't know what to tell you, Falcons fans. But you're lucky you did. And uh, yeah, Matt Ryan finally didn't really make any critical mistakes. Through 342 yards and two touchdowns, and they did what they needed to do.
1: Yep, it was a. Uh... You know, typical, just feel like London game, one that's going to yeah. kind of go pretty pretty forgettable. All right, we can move on to Patriots-Texans in a game that I thought the Texans were going to pull out the upset here. Davis-Mills looked looked good. Three touchdowns, no interceptions, and 312 yards. Uh, I would have expected Belichick and company to, to completely shut down davis mills as we've seen him not do too well with the texans so far especially last week against the bills throwing four interceptions but he kept the texans in it even with their best weapon brandon cooks being held to three catches for 23 yards still fun still found a way to keep the game close but it was a uh it was it was a quietly a good game i'd say i feel like there was no like real focus on this game besides how the hell are the Texans keeping a game close?
0: Yeah. I mean uh, the,
1: There was a legit point when I thought the Texans <laughs> were going to beat the Patriots.
0: I looked at this game on the slate come, you know, like an hour before red zone started. And I was in my head. I was like, if they show us more than five minutes of this game in total, I will be really surprised. Like, I don't want to see this game anywhere on my screen. I don't like either teams. They both suck. Like it's so irrelevant. And then they ended up, this is one of the games they showed the most because there was just some wild things going on. Like the Texans, they had some long touchdowns. The teams were making mistakes. This was the first game. We'll, we'll get to all the missed kicks this week, but um, this is the first game. They were missing extra points left and right. That I think the score was like 15 to nine at halftime, like really weird. I mean, the final score is 25 to 22. Like, that just shows that there were some weird things going on in this game. and uh, Yeah, I I don't really know what to make of it. The Patriots are definitely not a good team. We can tell you that. If, if you give up three touchdowns and 300 yards to Davis Mills, who literally just got shut out last week and threw four picks, then uh, there's definitely some issues there. And, yeah, the Patriots did look like they were going to lose this, like you said, and it's just – Ugh, weird, really weird. Both these teams nowhere near the playoffs, so pr- still pretty irrelevant.
1: All right, Sam. I feel that you probably had a front row seat to some crazy action for the Lions-Vikings game, uh, especially with your brother Max being a Vikings fan. I-, I just need to know what was going through his head during that that last, th- those last few minutes of this game. That <laughs> now, here's was the thing. insane.
0: He was not home this week, but and I was texting him, but he was too busy. He was at, like, some college fair because he works for a college. But um, I had to break every piece of news to him, and he had to find out, like, later. So it was just funny to see what oh. happened. So there was a couple texts strung in a row where it was just like, all right, the Vikings are just – they're looking good. Their defense looks much better than they have all year. And then, and then it's like, oh, shit, they might blow this. ha Like, just joking around because, like, obviously, they won't blow it to the Lions, right? And then all of a sudden, the Lions just – what happened? Al, oh, Alexander Madison, he fumbled in the final minutes of the fourth. <laughs> Why well, I had him fantasy, but he still did really good anyways. Uh, and then the Lions did something that the Lions never do, and they get a touchdown in the last, you know, like minute of the game and get the two-point conversion to win. This was They were supposed to just tie it up, but they were going for the jugular. I mean, they were 0-4. They took the two point and they got it. <laughs> it was
1: it, it was a wild finish. Uh, the the press co- the, the press conference. Uh, Dan Campbell he was cr- he was holding back tears. He was crying.
0: I know. I it's it. You know what the sad thing is? At this point, if I were Lions fan, I'd rather just be from something stupid like a pass interference call, put him in range. But like, no, it was purely just Kirk Cousins tearing you guys up in the last minute of the game. Like that's that's almost worse to me. And then of course the guy who missed a field goal to lose to the Cardinals a few weeks ago, and, you know, just Vikings kickers in general always having bad luck. Of course, the one time a Vikings kicker actually makes it in clutch time to win a game is against the Lions. I think that's the only team that a Vikings kicker will actually make that kick against is the Lions, because if you're a Lions fan you're listening to this, I am so sorry. I think I said this a couple weeks ago when Justin Tucker made the field goal, but holy shit, the Lions don't get talked enough talked about enough and how unlucky they are and just how sad everything is I mean I mean I guess I talk about it all the time at this point especially on this podcast whenever they lose like this but damn it's just I don't understand how people could say it I know you have to be loyal I know Browns fans they stayed loyal you know through all those, those bad seasons but Man, it would be really, really hard for me if I were a Lions fan. It's just week after week. And I totally understand why Dan Campbell was emotional. I mean, the guys played their heart. They're like the best 0 5 team because they keep playing their hearts out and then they just get it ripped out of their chest at the end of the game. And then it's just, you can tell. Vikings, I mean, but damn, damn, horrible. You can horrible.
1: tell that this Lions team, uh, some teams, if they are, like, say, 1 and 4, winless at this point in the season, they'll uh, start to kind of give up a little bit. And uh, kind of not play as hard, not re- not play as hard for the coach, but this Lions team, it's just one of those things that they, I th- they knew they weren't going to be that good this year, but they're playing their asses off for this coach. You can tell they really respect him and uh, they're building a new culture there. They're starting from the ground up, but um, it's going to be a process. You can tell that they really like this coach.
0: Yeah, they have everything in the coach and the culture, like you just said. It's literally they just need the talent now. That's that's pretty much it. And, yeah, I, I, mean, and I guess a little bit of luck. Finally, they. I mean, you. are really I mean, gasping I, for air.
1: Lions fans knew. I would hope that this team was going to win three games, maybe this year. They weren't going to be good. Uh, looking for maybe a num- number one overall pick, and you're. It's just a full on rebuild at this point.
0: Yeah, absolutely. The, se- and, uh, the second
1: they got rid of Stafford, they knew what was coming.
0: Yeah. And Jared, Jared Goff hasn't been too bad this year. It's just they don't have talent. <laughs> That's really it.
1: No, ex- exactly. All they have <clears throat> is Swift.
0: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Max, he just texted me Skull after everything. I don't think he texted me anything else but Skull.
1: <laughs> but, but really quick about the line that I find to be really interesting is that Jamal Williams outsnapped deandre swift in the uh in the rushing game which i found that to be that's pretty interesting but swift gets yeah. more of the passing work but it's kind of like i mean 13 carries for jamal and 11 for deandre and then six catches for deandre and only two for jamal so it's one of those things that could jamal be the the running back that gets more of the carries and could swift be the more of the uh the running back that gets more of the receptions
0: yeah, you never know. It's, it might just be like a week by week thing. They, and I'm sure they really like Williams, but it might it might just be kind of a quiet week for Swift. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about it too much.
1: Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's been pretty even all season between these two teams.
0: Um, I mean, they're both solid.
1: Yeah, I mean, look at the the Forty Nine ers. I think it was nine carries for Jamal and eleven for Swift. Against the Ravens, it was 14 for Swift, 12 for Jamal. So they seem to be pretty much 50 50 when it comes to the running game.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know, it's. I think they're just trying stuff out, honestly. They just like both guys. And uh, I mean, for fantasy, I'd still, I'd rather have Swift.
1: Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, he, he's, he's the better back.
0: Yeah. All right, Chris. Eagles, Panthers. Now, there were many good games this week. And I feel like this was a good one that kind of got swept under the rug by the crazy witching hour that we had. And out of nowhere, the Eagles came storming back in the fourth quarter and, or really the second half, they outscored the Panthers 15 to three after the Panthers were up 15 to six at halftime. And my main takeaway from this is Jalen Hurts is actually, he has some firepower, he really does. And the second thing is, Sam Darnold, I mean, this was probably his worst game in a while. Three interceptions, 177 yards. and The
1: Eagles defense, they played well. They're the reason that this team won the game. They had a good fantasy day, too. I think they had 11 or 12 defensive fantasy points.
0: Yeah, I think, yeah, Eagles had around there, and the Panthers still had about 10 as well. So definitely good defensive day for both teams, but pretty sloppy offensively. For sure.
1: Yeah. You know, it was just one of those games when neither team can get the offense going. I mean, the Eagles didn't get the offense going until that fourth quarter right there. I mean, Hertz didn't look good. Uh, I think this Eagles team really needs to figure out how to get Miles Sanders rolling. Uh, I think Devonta Smith, my brother said, I think this year he's had five touchdowns called back to the penalties, something like that. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's true or not, but he has them on fantasy. So I think he would know. And I know he had one uh, last week as well that got called back, which was very tilting for any owners of my, of uh, Devonta Smith.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that the Eagles have had issues so far this year with getting touchdowns called back, but damn, five—that's true, five for Smith alone. That, if that's, that's true, great.
1: I'm not exactly sure where he where he got that from, but. I, I wouldn't be that. surprised. I mean, he, he's he's been good. I I personally felt back at our mock drafts that Smith should have been the first wide receiver taken, and it's looking like that because Waddle he really hasn't been. Well,
0: uh, you're thinking well, about Chase. You you,
1: you also you, you all uh, Jamar Chase, but I felt that Smith at least Smith over Waddle.
0: Yeah, me too. I mean, I he, felt that way. I mean,
1: my opinion was Smith won the Heisman for a reason. Yeah. That's what I would have done if I'm thinking I would have taken Smith over him. But you also got to look at the situation. You have a right now with the Dolphins, two is hurt. You have Hertz, who's a better quarterback than Jacoby Brissett. It's it's just a bunch of factors right now. But
0: yeah. Jalen Rieger
1: has kind of been disappointing.
0: Yeah, Rager's Rager's been a bust for a while now. But I yeah. I do want to say. Going back to my game picks from this week, I picked the Seahawks. Got unlucky with Russell Wilson. I picked the Lions. They should have won that game. I picked the Eagles. They ended up winning. I'm just saying I, I I told the audience that I had some weird picks this week, and almost all three of them should have probably panned out. So I just want to say that.
1: You know, sometimes it's just how you're going to laugh. That's how, sometimes how the c- cookie crumbles.
0: Oh, no. All right. Now we have to move on after after that. All right. Uh, Saints-Washington, another weird game. The Saints won 33-22. I'm going to keep saying this every single week until it stops. The Saints are going to suck next week because they look weirdly good and lucky this week, and then they're going to be good two weeks from now and then suck and then good and then suck. I don't know what's going on with the Saints. Is Jameis Winston good? He had four touchdowns and a Hail Mary. I don't know. We also had an interception that looked horrible. What is wrong with the Saints, Chris? I don't understand what kind of team they are.
1: Uh, What's wrong with the Saints is they don't have an alpha wide receiver right now. They got to get Kamara more involved in the passing work. Once Michael Thomas comes back, I think this team will – will be much better than it's looked right now. I mean, your number one receiver is Marquez Callaway, which that's an issue for any football team. If that's your number one wide receiver, not taking anything away from him. He had a great game and he's a great football player, but is he a number one wide receiver on, on a football team? No. Michael Agreed. Thomas, w- when he, when he returns, will will take over his number one wide receiver spot. And this saints offense will be more consistent. Uh, I might be saying this as a bias, uh, kamara owner but i i want to see five to eight receptions from him a week i mean kamara he hasn't been bad for fantasy but he hasn't had any of those like 30 plus games that 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 you had when drew Brees was there it's uh yeah it's kamara becoming i don't want to say touchdown dependent but he's not having any of those boom games so he's not having too many of the boom games he's kind of just having his around what he's projected
0: it's no he was good this week he was good this
1: week this week say. because he had a rushing touchdown yeah. and they also had a huge receiving touchdown and then it's i know just... last week T- taysom hill took two touchdowns away from him
0: honestly i'm just gonna sound like an amateur here but i think it's just it's just because they have Jameis winston on their team i don't think it matters who's on their team around him if you have Jameis, shit's about to go down north or south every week and (laughs) this week just happened to be north I think the football team's defense definitely helped because they suck but
1: yeah I don't know what happened with them I mean I know Chase Young had a his first sack I think it was a strip sack or something but first sack of the season this year this football Washington football team I picked them to win the division because of how good their defense was last year I felt that in the 2020 season, they would have had a winning record if Alex Smith started because of how dominant this defense is. And it's been the exact opposite. It's been bad. Been one of the worst defenses all season. I don't know. I don't know. Can this defense turn it around? Maybe, but it really needs to start with Chase Young. He's yeah, been a he, little bit of a sophomore slump for him.
0: Yeah. And last week I was like, yeah, the defense sucks, and, you know, we thought it was going to be the opposite, just like you said, and right now, Taylor Heineke's been the guy who's kind of pulling the team together, but this time, Taylor Heineke just looked horrible this game. Two interceptions, inaccurate, you know, he, they still put up some points, pretty much to the help of Antonio Gibson, not not really Heineke at all, but, yeah. The, the football team, I am very happy the Chiefs are playing them this week, because, that's going to be a high-scoring game. Take the over on that game because both defenses are trash. But, yeah, Taylor Heineke didn't play well this game like he did last week. And if he doesn't play well mixed with this defense, I don't see Washington winning many more games, honestly.
1: Yeah, I mean, Heineke, he's he's blown my expectations away. I really didn't know what to expect. Uh, going into the season, uh, when we found that Heineke was going to come back, I, I, I thought that – I didn't – I don't want to say thought, but – I was skeptical because would was that Bucks game just a one game fluke or was he going to be uh, a decent NFL quarterback? And he's looking like I'll say just n- nothing special, but he, he's not bad. I want to say right now he's looking kind of just like a inconsistent, average NFL quarterback. With that, I'd
0: like be- I'd like that he takes risks. At least you know he likes to go yeah, I- downfield.
1: I mean, he's, he's keeping them in, in games. He's uh, this team, isn't falling on their face every game. Uh, he's, he's given, he's given the ball to their best playmakers and Gibson and McLaurin every week, giving them ample opportunities. So it's not like, it's not, it's not like this team is falling flat and their fantasy values bad. It's still up. I, I'm just curious to see when Fitzpatrick gets back, what's Ron Rivera going to do? Is he going to stick it out with Heineke or is he going to give it back to Fitzpatrick? Cause now, This kind of goes back to what I thought that Fitzpatrick would have been the starter the entire year. Now what the heck happens? Because you have a guy who has, you took over halfway through week one. Are you going to keep it consistent or are you going to get Fitzpatrick in here and try to uh, Mm -hmm. get this team rolling again with who their week one starter was come opening day? But we'll see what happens. I think Fitzpatrick, I don't know when he's going to be coming back. Only time it's a few through. weeks,
0: all right, Chris Titans Jags. Um, I'll take the Titans side. Oh, wait, what were you gonna say?
1: I was going we can briefly go over this one. I feel it's
0: yeah, I'll just take the Titans side of things really quick. You can get the Jags. Uh, Titans won 37 to 19. Derrick Henry 130 yards, three touchdowns. He was almost on pace to have the most amount of games in a row with 150 yards, which is insane, but still, we'll take 130 yards and three touchdowns right there. Um, the only other thing I have to say about this game is AJ Brown. I really hope he starts to get more touches. I know he probably was limited after his injury this week, but um so far in fantasy, definitely a bust. So we'll see what happens there. But Chris, you could take it away with the Jags really quick and then we can move on.
1: Yeah, uh Jaguars fire Urban Meyer. He sucks. Uh he's a distraction to this team that they don't respect their coach. See, this is the this is what I'm saying. Lions, 0-5, they respect their coach and they're still going to be playing hard until the end of the season. The Jaguars, they're 0-5 and they don't respect their coach. And this is the worst possible yeah. thing with Trevor Lawrence. Uh, James Robinson had himself a hell of a day, 149 yards and a touchdown. This seemed to be finally getting James Robinson more active as the weeks have gone on. It's like it's like Urban finally realized that James Robinson is good at football. Um, it's, made, funny, it's making that uh, ETM pick look more and more dumb. I know Uh, this team, this Jaguars team sucks. I'm saying the second they fire Urban Meyer, that next game they will win. They will win that next game, whoever they play. Uh, you know, going back really quick, your AJ Brown thing about him not getting the touches. Uh, I do agree with the whole hamstring injury, trying to be a little bit careful, but at the same time, you got to look at game script, they were up super big. Derrick Henry was having his way the entire game. They didn't even need to air it out that much. Tannehill only threw it 22 times. That's what happens when you're up this big. You're, you're just going to run the ball and they had have, they have their way on the ground. So it was more so I think a game script uh, issue with the A.J. Brown production.
0: Yeah, he was a big target.
1: That, that, yeah, that's my take. I mean, if they were behind in this game, A.J. Brown probably would have had seven receptions at least.
0: Yeah, I agree. All right, Chris. Dolphins, Bucks. This game is actually kind of close uh, until about midway. The second quarter? The third quarter. <laughs> no, because it was only 24. To, well, in the third quarter, actually, it was 24 to 17 going into the fourth. So, I mean, the 21 points by the Bucks in the fourth quarter, I mean, they just know how to light it up at any point. Brady. I mean, Br- Brady
1: looks so good.
0: If anyone thought after that loss to the Rams that the Bucs weren't the best team in the NFC, they, they still are, guys. I don't care if the Cardinals are 5-0. and zero. The fact that the Bucs can just put up 45 points without even looking like they're trying with a 44-year-old quarterback throwing for five touchdowns, I'm pretty sure he's throwing, what, at least four touchdowns every single game this year, right, Tom Brady?
1: Yeah, he's been a, he's been a fantasy beast for me. <laughs>
0: that is absolutely unbelievable. I mean, the fact that you turned a guy in Antonio Brown, which we'll get to the John Gruden stuff, later uh like Tony Brown was actually right about most things that he said especially about the Steelers and Raiders as well and that now he's just showing out with two touchdowns and 124 yards on the Bucks with Tom Brady like if you told us this a couple of years ago we'd be like what the hell is going on I mean Leonard Fournette looks good Mike Evans went off Chris Goblin looks good everyone looks good I don't know how people are going to stop the Bucks team you better hope you have a really good offense uh to take advantage of kind of the shitty Bucks passing defense but you can't run out of the box for shit. I
1: mean, no, you can't. But Miles Gaskins had a hell of a day receiving, but a terrible day running. And yeah, how how many rushing attempts? Five, six, seven, eight, Five, nine they, attempts they just, rushing. They just
0: gave up running on the on the box. They were nobody's like, right, nobody's going to run, run versus this team.
1: You're yeah. no, no one's going to run. You're going to try and beat them where at, at their weakness. But Brady had his way. I know he had a little bit of a thumb injury, but he's going to be good and. uh Tampa stomps it, and right now, Tampa sits as, in my opinion, the uh, i say the second best team in football.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you, absolutely. All right, Chris, your favorite game of the week, like you said, here we go Packers Bengals overtime game. This is uh, we've had an overtime game in every single week so far this year, and this was another one. Packers win it 25 to 22 and uh, Chris you want to talk to us about the uh, kickers this game first off
1: this is absolutely crazy Okay, right first thing we find out that Jair Alexander later in the week is going to be missing time uh he got hurt and I made a lease so of that I think the Bengals might be able to keep this game close I thought that the Packers were going to steamroll this team but I thought thought it'd be like 47 to 20-something, but then he's out, so I'm like, you know what? Maybe the Bengals could actually kind of keep this a little bit close, which they did. Burrow and Jamar Chase looking like that dominant connection they did in in college. And then, Sam, I don't even know where to start. When the hell did the field goal start to miss? Because this was like an all-day affair. I'm just going back to overtime missing field goals, end-of-regulation missing field goals. It was just... It was just a field goal. Th- you you probably here? do you have it up when all the field goals are missed?
0: Um. Yes. I don't know why it's saying for kicking. It's this guy named M. Cassidy. I have no idea who that is. I think they meant to say Mason Crosby. But um, he was four for seven. Is that right? I don't think this is right, what they're showing me right now. Online. Yeah, this isn't right uh he was not four for seven he missed more than three kicks mason carl to be correct yeah, i think there was i have no idea no he might have missed three i think there was five total missed kicks um here's the thing it was mason Crosby. here's where it really all started there was a few missed kicks in the beginning but where it started to get important was in the final minutes of the game plus overtime so the Bengals, they were down by eight uh crazy ending here the Bengals we able to tie it up. They got the two-point conversion. But everyone's saying, oh, you left Aaron Rodgers. too much time, just like he did in the 49ers game. And just like everyone predicted, you storm down the field with the Packers, and Mason Crosby sets up for the field goal. Oh, he misses. All right. it's going overtime? That's fine. If misses happen. Whatever. And then the Bengals win the toss. I think they – I think Burrow throws, like, a horrible interception. And then – Mason Crosby gets an easy field goal. He misses. Then the Bengals storm back. Uh, McPherson doinks it. Then Crosby comes back. He misses again. And then McPherson goes back uh, to kick for the Bengals in overtime once again. He misses, and he thought on that kick that he actually made it to make it even more sad for Bengals fans. And then finally Mason Crosby comes back, and he wins it with a field goal after, like, three or four missed kicks. So, honestly – I don't know what was going on in the air that day in Ohio. I don't know why people were missing kicks like that, but it was absolutely wild to watch it. Uh, my dad almost had eight heart attacks, but like, I don't oh, understand man. how that just happens on the same on the same field with the same two kickers. I don't know what hit the the kicker bug this week with just kickers in general, but that was definitely the game that that was like the statement game of the week for kickers right there. Just how everything. This went. feels
1: like. This had there been like the week when the most kickers missed kicks,
0: yeah, at least it'll in last NFL a couple history, of years. I f-
1: it's 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 been one of those. It just feels like that.
0: And the Bengals here, this props to the Bengals. I mean, I was just thinking to myself, you know, if the Bengals put up a fight. That's cool, but like they're just good. Like they're not frisky. They're not like surprisingly whatever. Like they're actually just a good football team this year, both defensively and offensively. Jamar Chase had another great game. And Joe Burrow, There's a really scary injury. I don't know why he does this when he runs, but he just takes those risks, and he kind of got helicoptered and hit in the head. And uh, it looked like he was just literally asleep for a second there, and he was probably going to be out for the rest of the game. But, no, he just came right back in after a drive or two and took his team, let him, tied it up in overtime, props to the Bengals. You definitely found your quarterback with a lot of confidence and moxie. So, you know, good for you guys and for the Packers. I mean, Aaron Rodgers looked fine and Devontae Adams, 206 yards and one touchdown. I mean, that's just as Devontae Adams you can get. But um, overall, very evenly matched up. Kickers are crazy. And, uh, yeah, best game of the week probably.
1: Yeah, by far my favorite game of the week. Just an entertaining one, back and forth, back and forth. Bengals, like you said, good young team. Don't think they're going to make the playoffs this year, but definitely next season get some more help on that defense a little bit, maybe add an offensive lineman. And this team could potentially make a, uh, a playoff push next season.
0: I think they could make a playoff push this year, especially with the way the chiefs are playing. I mean, You knock out the Bills, Ravens, Titans, Chargers, and Browns. Five teams right there. you got two more slots left. I mean, tell me which two teams besides the – all right, let's throw the Chiefs in there. Out of the last slot, tell me how many teams are really competing with the Bengals right now. I don't think the Steelers are, Chris. We'll get to the Steelers game. They played well, but I don't think the Steelers are. I don't think the Raiders are, especially after what happened. I don't think the Broncos are. I mean, the Broncos aren't as good as we thought. And Patriots, nah. I mean Colts, no. The Bengals are probably gonna be the seventh seed if they keep us up. so we'll see what happens.
1: Listen, it's it's still early. It's it's way too early to even tell right now. Still early, still a lot of football to be played. Um I, I really I really don't even know. That's actually a good point. Uh, maybe, maybe they
0: could. The AFC is not as good as we thought. It, it, there's been many surprises and some in not the in a AFC good way.
1: Come, well, well, after 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 week five, there's really only two teams that you can legitimately say could make the Super Bowl out of the AFC, and it's I said the Bills and Chargers.
0: I would maybe throw the Ravens in there just because of the Lamar Jackson factor. We'll, we'll get into that later, but um, you know, we'll see. Chris, I. I
1: I think both of those teams would would stop the Ravens.
0: Okay. Well, you know we'll get to that later in the season. Chris, we'll move on though. We got to keep going. We'll get to you. We'll do your Steelers game. The only thing I have to say before you say anything is the Broncos. They're they're what everyone thought they were. They beat all the good teams, and now they're just going to lose a bunch of games. And it was good that Teddy the, Bridgewater was back. But yeah, that
1: that I was good to see him come back. But um, yeah, but yeah. like.
0: They really don't have a lot of firepower, so honestly, good for the Steelers. I'll let you take it away with them, but yeah, honestly, the yeah, Broncos, I'm, gonna be, I'm not too surprised with what's happening now.
1: i, I could going be, be pretty quick with this. Uh, the Broncos, Steelers, they look like towards the end of the game, they had it in the bag, they give up a, a late touchdown, um, but they still end up coming out victorious in a game that they should have won, which was good to see. They snapped that three-game losing, losing streak, which was a very painful one. Uh, the offense looked 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 better, looked better today, but still not Big blown ben away. Big didn't by
0: actually look like a dead man walking for once.
1: No, for once, finally <laughs> they put up over twenty points, which was which, which which was a shock. Um, Najee Harris had a hundred yards rushing and a touchdown. He's been he's been a fantasy beast. Um, Juju Smith-Schuster shoulder injury, emergency surgery, done for the year, which is a huge blow to the receiving core. I hate to see it happen is this his last game in the black and gold I do not know I'm actually if you ask me right now I I I don't know I'd say 50 I'm like 50 50 I think I honestly don't know I'm like split I I definitely want him to come back next season but I have no idea what's going to happen this is not the way that he wanted no one wants their season to end like this, but especially in a situation like Juju, you take a pay cut, come back on a one year deal. Uh, it wasn't a great start to the year for you. The entire offense was sluggish. I really don't know what's going to happen. I, I pray they bring him back, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they just let him walk. Uh, James Washington said he wanted to get more playing time. And, and he, here it is. It's your, it's your time to shine now. You, you were bitching and moaning in the offseason about your playing time. All right, go, go prove yourself now that, that you deserve to be here, okay? Uh, they sent Anthony Miller this week to the practice squad. He will most likely get elevated in a couple of weeks to the 53-man roster. We'll see what happens, but it's really about it. Kind of just a win, but at what cost?
0: Yeah. Hey, we both picked them to win. So I guess there's that.
1: Yeah. I mean, hope, hopefully they can win next week versus Chino Smith and a bad Seattle defense. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: All right. Bears, Raiders. The Bears win 20 to 9. And after everything that came out, we're going to talk about John Gruden in just one second. You know, after everything that just happened with him, now it's not very surprising why the Raiders lost because yeah, I think the team you knew tell- everything that was going on. And they just didn't, they just were distracted. Yeah.
1: The whole John Gruden thing. Um, if you follow football, you definitely know what's going on. Emails of his from the past have caught up with him and some things that he said got released and he ended up, re- he ended up resigning. And I, I'm going to be brief with it. Uh, I'm pretty sure everyone knows the full story now. So I don't really think it's the point in us really trying to cover the story, but You follow football, you know what's going on. And yeah, this Raiders team, as much as they said that it wasn't a distraction, it definitely is when it comes to your coach. This is that that's your leader, your football team. You follow what he says and you you go out, you fall flat on your face. And it, it really makes sense. This team was not focused with this whole situation, but hopefully they can come out and 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 bounce back. It it was just a distraction all week. You resign. You have a new coach now. So I we re- really just got to see what happens here. I know the Bucks are removing Gruden from their Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, it's a crazy situation.
0: It really is. I mean, we thought the Urban Meyer stuff was crazy, and then this kind of just came out of nowhere as well, and uh, topped it probably, and. You know, yeah, the Raiders can say whatever they want, that they weren't distracted, but this game, you could tell something was off and you really had an opportunity to bounce back from that Chargers loss last week and play, you know, a team that's not very good in the Bears and win at home here, but now they came out flat and you could just tell, you know, things were not going well. And, you know, props to the Bears for taking advantage of it. Khalil Mack, he looked really good. Um, you know, David Montgomery's now out, so they have these two guys, uh, Damian Williams, my boy, and Khalil Herbert, we actually had more carries than Damien Williams. So if anyone wants to pick him up in fantasy, he might be someone there. But, um, you know, Justin Fields, he looked fine. 12 completions, 111 yards and a touchdown. Didn't have to do much. But, um, yeah, John Gruden, I mean, yeah, we're not going to get into it because, I mean, you could just search his name and find a million stories on it online if you want to, if you don't know about it already. But, um, yeah, that's the end of his career for sure. And now the Raiders are going to have to – I can't remember what the name of the interim head coach is now, but he's been Gruden's assistant for a while and uh, they're going to have to figure out a way to take away that distraction and, and move on and, you know, try to save the season because now it's two straight losses and, you know, Derek Carr has been having a good year. There's been other guys who've been having a good year on this team. So I don't think the players themselves want to let the season slip away from them. They just got to move on and, as crazy as a situation it is you know it's it's football things happen and you just got to move forward
1: yeah w- really quick this uh this doesn't have to do with the uh, whole email situation about John Gruden but when the Raiders signed him uh, I was never too crazy about the signing you look at his record and I think he's around the 500 uh, winning percentage as a head coach he has that one Super Bowl which really makes everyone makes everyone their eyes open oh wow he won a Super Bowl but if you really dive deep into it he he really isn't a uh a a top coach he really never was He, he he did win a Super Bowl but besides that really what has he done
0: yeah it's just I think I think a lot of it has to do with how he is as a coach and his personality I think he's got that you know he's a character. What, what are you saying? Dude, I now mean, really want...
1: when he when, when he was with ESPN, he had that, what was it? The show with the, the rookie quarterbacks about uh-huh. uh, analyzing the defense and everything. I think that drew some attention to some uh, some teams, but uh, I, I was never a fan of it. Ten years, a hundred million for a coach that around five hundred has a Super Bowl. Okay, but uh, just really not too impressive. I felt there were better options and. You wasted $100 million on on Gruden, and it really <laughs> did, didn't pan out how you hoped.
0: I know. It only it only lasted a few years. All right, Chris. Chargers, Browns. Some people say this was the game of the week. Now, there's many good games. This could definitely be a candidate. Uh, 47-42, the Chargers pull it out in a shootout. And uh, I, this is another game where I don't really know where to start. I guess I'll take the Chargers side right now and say that Justin Herbert is a top Top three. I'll go top three quarterback right now. Honestly, 400 he, yards and he, four hundred yards. He
1: has to be in the MVP conversation.
0: If he's Absolutely. not,
1: I, I don't, I don't know what the hell people are smoking. If he's not in your MVP conversation,
0: now I think if the Cardinals continue to be undefeated, you know, Murray's going to be in there. I think Dak Prescott. If the Cowboys keep winning, that's a great story. But um, Dak, Justin Herbert, right? Dak
1: is Dak's already locked up. Comeback player of the year already yeah. has it locked
0: up. Yeah, so I can see it going to someone else, but Dak, then Dak. But um this Chargers offense, we knew it was gonna be good this year, but to put up 47 against a Browns defense that held the Vikings to seven points, just held the Bears to six points, uh, it props to them. I mean, this game got out of hand late. The <laughs> Chris, I don't think you're gonna believe this, but the Chargers scored 26 points in the third quarter, in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
1: I'm looking looking at it right now. I mean, Mike Williams had himself a day thank you very much for prevailing me in my uh, in fantasy mr williams
0: oh yeah mike williams people forget he was a first round pick seventh overall and i believe 2016 something like that 2017 he's, but he's,
1: and now, now he's proving why he was picked that
0: early yeah he's had some definitely had some nice sparks in the past but you know full burgers was throwing to him but now that they got a guy in herbert he can really show off his first round skill and talent And I don't think people were expecting it because he kind of slips under the radar behind Keenan Allen. But I mean, the fact that they have Keenan Allen and he's kind of just been quiet this year just proves how good this Chargers offense has been. I mean, Austin Eckler, he was an undrafted free agent who's been good for a couple of years now, but now he's definitely breaking out as one of the best catch, pass catching running backs in the league. And honestly, I thought it was kind of a fluky game when they beat the Chiefs, but Honestly, I don't see the Chiefs even having a chance against this Chargers team right now if they rematched, and they're really scary. You said that the Chargers and Bills are probably the top two contenders. I'm not going to disagree with that. I'll maybe throw the Ravens in there, like I said, but 4-1 and one now. People were hyping up the Chargers. I had to see it to believe it, just like Mahomes had to see it to believe it with Justin Herbert. And you know what? I'll admit what I, I'm
1: I, I hope he believes it now.
0: I mean, yeah, this Herbert kid it. is I mean, insane. You can't blame me as a Chiefs fan for saying that because the Chargers always have hype around them and then something happens, but I got to say Herbert's changing the culture around there and I'm impressed. Uh, I can't say I'm too happy about it because it is scary as a Chiefs fan, but, um, you know, I got to give props when props are due. But um, for the Browns, though, they're running game. I mean... Beckham has just been not good when he when he's been back. Landry's not even there anymore. Uh, well, you know, they don't really Beckham's or, Be-
1: Beckham's secret. overrated. Beckham's overrated. He's just that name We've factor been now. Crap. Who he he, he just makes uh, a highlight catch here and there. It's just a name factor.
0: Yeah, I mean the fact that Baker Mayfield's putting up 300 yards, two touchdowns in this game with not many weapons, and the fact that they have Nick Chubb 161 yards and a touchdown. Kareem Hunt, who's arguably, in at least fantasy, has been better than Nick Chubb this year with another two touchdowns. I mean, the Browns are scary too. They just got unlucky at the end of this game that they couldn't get it done. But both of these teams, I wouldn't be surprised if this is maybe like a divisional round uh, rematch in the playoffs or something. But um, the Browns had this game as well. I think they were up. I'm looking here. They had the lead in the fourth quarter. Uh, But then it just started going out of control and out of hand and back and forth and plays were being made. So, honestly, the Chargers got the last laugh, but the Browns still three and two. They're going to win a lot of games and both defenses are good. And I don't think this game showed uh, how good their defenses are just because things got crazy at the end. But definitely one of the best games of the week for me.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, this game. Was I think it's going to go down as the game of the week, but I just felt that the Bengals game, just because all the missed field goals were just insane. Yeah, right, both, definitely both another in, wild. Definitely an interesting game. All right, uh, Cowboys Giants. Uh, I don't think we really need to spend too much time on this. Uh, Kadarius Tony Briggs, Odell Beckham Jr.'s rookie receiving yards in a game. He had an insane game: ten catches for 189 yards. But Daniel Jones. Gets knocked out of the game early with a concussion. And after that hit, he could barely even walk, which it, it was. It, I was kind of scary to see. Mike Lennon takes over. I think Daniel Jones is already ruled out for next week. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Mike Lennon will be the QB1 for week six. Uh, who, who did the Giants play? Oh, the Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Yeah. That's not very good. But then got, the, the <laughs> Galladay also left with the knee injury. Shepard and Slayton are both questionable. Uh, they might not be ready. And I know Kadarius Tony got ejected late in the game for punching a player uh, in <laughs> Dallas. Dallas just steamrolled this Giants team. Uh, Dak, Chris, I
0: think we're forgetting uh, Saquon Barkley here. I mean, his oh, ankle oh got rolled up on, and it literally looked like, I don't even know what to describe it. It was so puffy and so blown and up. And they said
1: he was questionable to return.
0: Yeah, honestly, unbelievable. I don't know what Saquon's yeah, was, status uh, is for the next few weeks, but he he he's
1: out. He's out. Yeah. No, no uh, this was, was so
0: unlucky too. It wasn't even one of those injuries where you know he was running with the ball. He literally just got stepped on on his ankle, rolled up on his ankle. It just puffed up, and honestly, very very unlucky. And now they got two major injuries. Actually, three if you count if you count on Galladay, and. That's it. I mean the Giants are one and four. I'm gonna I'm gonna effectively say their season's over this early. I, I don't really care because the Cowboys just look better. Um
1: Yeah. I, I just don't um, see and, them
0: I just don't see them making a run at all. And
1: and one more thing, Evan Ingram, for how talented and how athletically gifted this guy is, he's just he's just bad for all the talent surrounding him.
0: I don't know how he made a Pro Bowl last year. I just don't understand like
1: this this guy has he's fast he's a big guy everyone always says how talented how athletic how gifted he is and you would assume that he would be in the conversation as one of the top tight ends in the league with how everyone talks about mm-hmm. him but he's not in the same stratosphere as kelsey kittle mark andrews waller hawkinson he's not even in the same stratosphere as um no, every, everyone a- a- everyone talks about evan ingram like like he is, and how talented and how gifted he is, but he just doesn't produce.
0: Yeah, it, it's honestly very disappointing.
1: I, I feel that Giants need to part ways with him. That's that's what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Uh, he has a case of the drops. They got to part way. I know. I know they're not gonna wanna, but Giants they are going to need to. They 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 need a lot of help, and I don't really think paying Evan Ingram is gonna solve those issues.
0: Yeah, definitely. All right, Chris. We got to move along here. We got Cardinals Niners, a game that I thought was going to uh, hit the over, but only seventeen to ten. The Cardinals kind of just slip away with this one. Yeah, um, Trey
1: Lance. Um, you know, first first start. He he also got hurt. He may be out next week. Uh, no, they have a bye week, but he may be out the following week when they return. Got to keep an eye on that. Almost had a hundred yards rushing. Cardinals quiet game offensively, but they still pull out the win. Kyler Murray. Uh, he, he he played fine. Rondell Moore had a t- no. He didn't have a touchdown. No. Hopkins had a touchdown. Um, James Connor had a touchdown. It was
0: Hopkins just a, had a really nice touchdown catch.
1: It yeah, just a, a so- solid game and a game that the Cardinals should have won. Versus Trey Lance making his first ever NFL start.
0: Cardinals defense. I'm telling you, they're super super underrated this year. And JJ Watt made a huge play, a uh, batted pass at the end of this game and sealed it and those are the plays that need to be made when games get close like this, when your offense isn't producing like they have been. And uh, yeah, it felt like the Cardinals were kind of just on cruise control this game. They they just kind of sneaked out with it. They did just enough, but um, you know, Trey Lance, he's going to be Trey Lance for this year. So far, he's going to make nice plays and he's kind of just going to look whatever so far. That's what you kind of get out of him as a rookie, but um, you know, 49ers, I don't really see a bright future, just like I don't see it with the Seahawks anymore. I think the Cardinals and Rams are the two, you know, leaders running away with this division. So, we'll see the Cardinals, the only 5-0 team remaining. I'm not sure. They, I think they play the Browns next week, so that should be interesting. But, um, yeah, kind of just a boring game overall uh, and just good defense.
1: Definitely agree with that.
0: Oh, God. All, oh, right.
1: Sorry. All right, Sam. Uh, I know you're going to have a lot to say. Um, should I? Do you want me to start?
0: Sure. You go, and then I'll, I'll I'll rant a little bit. All
1: right. So, kind of a weird stat that I read. This was the longest week of football ever. Game started in London, and this Chiefs game went mm-hmm. into a delay and didn't end until later, which I thought that was pretty funny. But um, this Chiefs defense, Sam, for a defense that you hyped up the beginning of the year to be super good, uh, it is – the worst defense in the league. And it's not even close. I always say it, a team can always turn it around with so how the Seahawks turn around their shitty defense last year, but I really don't know what this chiefs team, if they're going to be able to turn this defense around, they do not look like a chiefs team that, that any of us expected. I did not expect them to have a losing record at any point this year. And now they're sitting here at two and three. And if they want to have a chance to win the division, they're going to have to, I'm going to say lose one game the rest of the year, maybe.
0: Look, uh, do you want me to start? I'm I'm just, uh, there's so many thoughts. I
1: I have a lot I can say right now about this team. Uh, I'll, I'll kind of go over it quick. I think the AFC, the bills were able to, they were able to do anything they wanted to. Um, they got their revenge in the Chiefs after last year's AFC championship game. Obviously, the AFC championship game is way more bit way bigger than a regular season game. Uh, the Bills, I think, are the team to beat in the AFC right now, especially after making a statement like this. The Bills capitalized on a bunch of mistakes by this Chiefs offense. Um, two interceptions by Mahomes. He's not looking like, like the Superman, like, like, like Superman like we've seen these past few seasons from him. Uh, but if the... I'm, like, all over the place just because I have so much to say. But the, the biggest story is his defense, dude.
0: Yeah. I kind of see – to paint a picture with the Chiefs right now, uh, I kind of see, like, this this tall mountain. And the top of the mountain, AFC Championship game. And you see, you know, these athletic guys, you know, rock climbing up the, up the mountain. You got the Bills. You got the Bills guy. You got the Chargers guy. You got the Ravens guy. You got the Browns guy. And then you go a little bit farther down and you kind of have this, you know, you know, not in the best shape, overweight guy trying to hold on for dear life on the mountain, maybe sweating a little bit, the rope's getting tight. And uh, he might slip off the mountain at any second. And that's the Chiefs guy right now. Um, We are on the verge of absolute panic and collapse. (laughs) This team is not, this is not even like a 2018 where it's like still fun, even if our defense sucks. This this is just no fun watching the Chiefs this year, I'm going to be completely honest. It's not only the defense, I'll get to the defense in a second, but offensively, the mistakes this year have just been so costly. I can't take it week after week. I mean, we got lucky that we got to play the Eagles last week just just to give us a win, but I mean, you go to the Ravens game. We are one fumble away, probably from not even having that many conversations about the Chiefs. We'd be three and two, and moving on to Washington. And nobody would really be talking about us if Clyde Edwards-Healy didn't fumble it. But we have that fumble. We have four turnovers against the Chargers. We have Mahomes throwing six picks already this year. uh, I think with two fumbles as well. We have, you know, the turnovers in this game. The pick six. The tip pass. Clyde edwards Lair is now hurt. Kelsey got stung. Tyreek Hill has a knee injury. I mean, yeah,
1: Tyreek uh, didn't practice today. Uh, Tyreek Hill, Chris back, Jones, and four others. He, he, he's he's going to play. I'm just yeah, looking to play, Oh, play. Also, really quick, doesn't have to do with the Chiefs, but Chandler Jones tested positive for COVID and is most likely out versus the Browns. Just wanted to talk, just wanted to mention that really quick. <laughs>
0: okay. <laughs> Um, no that's important that's important <laughs> and then the chiefs defense oh, it's actually it no you so said bad. it was the worst in the league this year chris it's on pace to be the worst, worst all time. time they are it? giving up
1: Two thousand rams had like seven yards like they were averaging seven yards of play in this chiefs defense letting up like 7.1 average it, it's it's like you and me running out there
0: no, we are, we are giving up the exact amount that the 20, uh, 2007 Patriots have been scoring. So the fact, the fact that we are playing the 2007 Patriots every time we step out on defense this year is absurd. I don't know how this is happening. Now, you said you're not sure if this team can improve on defense. There's a few ways I can think of. Not to be good by any means, but at least not be the worst in the league. I would say – Immediately cut Dan Sorensen. He's the worst starting defensive player in the entire league right now. He has just got awful. Traverius um, Ward's going to come back. He's been a key piece on defense. Um, Chris Jones needs to be moved into defensive tackle immediately because the defensive end, that whole thing, has not worked out so far. Clark needs to be traded after this year. He's just been a bust besides the 2019 year where he helped us with the Super Bowl. Waste of money for sure. And our linebackers, uh, we need to get a good linebacker. Finally, we drafted a guy, and he's just been shitty so far. So, honestly, absolute disappointment, and the fact that we laid an egg and got killed in this game by the Bills, thirty-eight to twenty. Uh, Josh Allen just running all over us, passing all over us, making us look horrible. I mean, it was just it was just a terrible game to watch. And uh, that's it. We're two and three. We're not going to win the division. We're sure as hell not going to get a bye, obviously. I mean, I'm just hoping to make the playoffs at this point. That's really what it is. And I don't think the Chiefs are going to win any more than 10 games this year unless they step it up. Uh, I don't see us beating the Titans. I don't see us beating the Packers. I don't see us beating the Cowboys. I don't see us beating the Raiders. I don't see us beating the Chargers again. I don't see us beating the fucking Bengals. I just don't see it happening. I don't even know if we're going to beat the Washington football team next week. We will see. So right now I'm very fucking frustrated with this team and I can't take it anymore. Mahomes doesn't even look good. His offense looks sloppy. Our defense is the worst of all time. I mean, I just don't understand. It, Mahomes throws for seven yards a throw, a play, and it's like we're playing Mahomes every freaking week on defense. It's absolutely embarrassing. You could say it's the Madden curse, whatever. No, we just actually suck as a football team uh, in many different ways. Now, we have the firepower to come back in any moment. I hope that happens. We're going to limit this to mistakes, but Right now I just want to move on because we're obviously not a top five team in the AFC right now. And we just have to hopefully just beat these opponents that we should at least.
1: Uh, Really quick. I just want to make one, say one more thing about the, uh, the chiefs. Uh, I know when, when did Mahomes take over 2018? Yeah. Ever since 2018, this chiefs team looks basically unstoppable and now this is the first time that this team has really faced, I'd say, adversity in a season. Would, would you agree with that?
0: You know, it's uh, – up until the Bills, game, I would say yes, but honestly our offense looked historically good up until this week. It was literally just us shooting ourselves in the foot in those shitty turnovers and unlucky fumbles. But at this point after the Bills game, I don't know anymore. I don't know what to make of this offense
1: I mean, this team is going to have an uphill battle the entire way. They're going to have to fight adversity. and It's going to be really telling about about this Chiefs team if they're going to be able to to bounce back from this and go back to their old ways. I mean, this is a team that hasn't been put in a situation like this for a few seasons now. Um, And now they're just going to try and be battling to win the division, let alone the conference at this point. So it's going to be really telling, I think, about this, this whole chief, this Chiefs team as a whole, if they can rally together and and fight back.
0: There's one guy to do it with. It's Mahomes. So we'll see. What Mahomes. Right, but, but we you have-
1: know, I, w- one more thing. I wouldn't be surprised if you guys shipped away some picks and tried to acquire some defenders come to trade deadline. Absolutely. Which the Chiefs need to do that. You guys don't need a top defense, just need around like a middle of the pack defense at, at best.
0: Chris, I'll even take, like, 24th best defense at this point. I don't care. It's just not <laughs> working at now, really. Oh, man. Uh, all
1: right, we can move on to this uh, Colts-Ravens game. We don't really have to talk about this game until the fourth quarter. I thought this game was was over when they were up, what, 22-9? to, nine. to nine? I, I thought this game was over. I'm like, all right, the Colts are just going to get out of there with their second win, hand the Ravens a loss. It's just – Up until the fourth quarter, it kind of felt like that. Like, all right, the Ravens just didn't play their best football. And then it became the Lamar Jackson, Mark Andrews show. And Lamar had 400 yards passing. I think that's his second ever game with over 300 yards passing in his career. Which you would think for all the Lamar highlights we see, uh, yeah, we do see way more rushing than throwing from him. But you would assume winning an MVP and being talked about this much, you would have more than just two, three hundred yard passing games. But you know, he proved a lot of people wrong. He uh, has improved every year with his with, with passing, which is what you like to see. This improvement, and if he can keep this steady pace of being a, a better thrower, he's it's going to be. He, he's already scary for any NFL defense. But if he could threaten to throw for three hundred yards a game and run for a hundred yards a game, I, I don't know how people can stop him.
0: I mean, Chris, the criticism must have worked. He, he must have listened to one of our first ever episodes. Is Lamar Jackson great? Uh, the debate. So uh, he must have listened he's, to that. He's,
1: he's, his, his arm accuracy and just him throwing in general has just it's improved every single year he's been in the league.
0: People were thinking Marquise Brown was going to be a bust, but this year he's absolutely opened up. And with a few drops, if he would have caught those passes in the Lions game, he's a top 10 wide receiver right now, uh, at least statistically. Uh, he had two touchdowns, 125 yards. He had the game-winning touchdown in overtime. I knew this game was over once the Ravens got it within one score and had the ball at the end of the game. But um,
1: once yeah, Mark, Mark Andrews had that Andrews. first touchdown, I'm like, this game is over. In the fourth, in the yeah. fourth quarter, I and then, he, and then he caught the two-point conversion. I'm like, oh yeah, Ra- Ravens won. Ravens' the
0: momentum bad bad. was completely on their side, and 442 yards and four touchdowns. Absolutely crazy for Lamar Jackson, and that's it. You can't really talk about anything no, anymore about him being a running back. He's single handedly proving people are wrong this year. I would say put the Ravens on primetime every single week because almost every game they've been in is just really entertaining and definitely one of the best games of the year so far. I feel really Carson Wentz football.
1: had 402 yards passing, which I feel like mm-hmm. I didn't even know about until right now.
0: And Jonathan Taylor has been shining now finally at two touchdowns, over 160 total yards. Michael Pittman looks – he's been very underrated this year. He's he's looked very good. And uh, the Colts are probably the best one in four team we've seen in quite some time. Um, They really should have won this game, but what can you do? When you have Lamar Jackson on the opposite side of the ball with all that momentum, the crowd behind you, uh, you know, those Mark Andrews and Marquise Brown showing out. It, it, it's going to be hard to stop that. And it was kind of ined- inevitable at the end of the game. And the fact that the Ravens, you know, won the toss, they were able to just go right down there and, and take the game. And that's what happens. So, honestly, a great game. Chris, a really, really great week. I can't wait for this next week. But um, since we don't have a lot of time left, we'll move on to the week six picks. I think I'm still in the lead, even after all those risks I took last oh, week.
1: Oh no, yeah, a hundred percent. We need to go back and see where everyone's at. Well, I think we're, we'll post that, but I'll still to the halfway point. So, what do we want to do? Yeah, uh, after week exactly. eight or after week nine? Week after week after week nine, we'll post it.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. Um, if week six can live up to almost the same amount of hype as week five, that would be impressive. I mean, this might go down as the best week in football.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, Chris. Thursday night football. Bucks, Eagles. I can see this game getting frisky, but I'm still gonna pick the Bucks. I'm gonna go 31 to 23, actually. I'm gonna make it an eight-point game. Uh, I think Jalen Hurts is gonna have some nice plays because the Bucks passing defense isn't very good. But um, I think the Bucks are just gonna do enough in prime time and get the easy win here and go to five and one. God.
1: I think the Bucks uh, easily beat the Eagles. I know Brady has a injury to his thumb, but I don't think that's going to stop him. Um, I think this Bucks team wins twenty-eight to to seventeen.
0: Okay, sounds good. Uh, and the London game, this could go either way. Honestly, Dolphins Jaguars. I'll go with the Dolphins. Miami's
1: going to win. I'm going. I'm saying Miami as well.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go twenty. No, I'm gonna go nineteen to fourteen. Dolphins. Fourteen. I'm gonna take twenty to go 19 to 14 dolphins 14 i am going to say 20 to 3 Chris, the Jack Trevor Lawrence is not just putting up three three points against the Dolphins defense. Twenty
1: eight to three, but Miami's gonna win. As long as Urban Meyer's here, this Jags team will never win a game.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, but that's a horrible pick if you're just picking the if – I'll give you $100 if the Jaguars lay up three points against that Dolphins defense. All right. We're, the we're first, the
1: first player of the game is going to be a 90-yard screen pass for a touchdown. Yeah,
0: probably, honestly. Okay, Vikings, Panthers. <sighs> <laughs> these two teams, I don't know what to make of these two teams. I really want to pick the Vikings. I could see both teams – going-
1: I'm going with Carolina.
0: Okay, I'll go with the Vikings. I could see either team like blowing this game, but all right, I guess I'll go with the Vikings 28 to 25.
1: I'm gonna go, it's gonna be a close one. I think it's gonna be 23 20.
0: Okay, and then Chargers Ravens. That's gonna be a good one. I'm gonna go. Ooh, why is this not on primetime? Uh, Chargers, Ravens. Flex,
1: I wish this was a primetime game when you take off Pittsburgh and uh, Seattle.
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I want the Ravens to win because I need the Chiefs to catch up here. So I'm going to I'm gonna pick the Ravens, even though the Chargers could absolutely win this game and could win it by multiple scores. But I'll go with the Ravens. Why not? I'll pick them uh, 34 to 28.
1: That's I'm going with the chargers. I love the chargers. I love Justin Herbert. This is a fun team to watch between Herbert, Mike Williams and Keenan Allen and, and Austin Eckler. And you have Jared cook there. It's a, uh, it's, it's an, a great offense. And just because Mike Williams is getting all the attention right now. Don't think that Keenan Allen isn't going to have one of these games, but he has a hundred yards and uh, a pair of touchdowns, which I think that might be, that would be this week with uh, Keenan Allen. I think This Chargers team is going to win. I'm going to go with it's going to be a high scoring game. I think it's going to be 38 to 30.
0: Yeah, definitely a shootout for sure. Um, Giants, Rams. The Rams are going to win this 30 to 9.
1: I'm going to go, Rams are going to win. um, I'm going to go. Actually, 27 to
0: 9. 27 to 9.
1: I'm going to say 25 to 10.
0: Okay. Uh, Colts, Texans. Colts, you guys better freaking win this game. I'm gonna go with them 24-17.
1: Colts, well, Texans. I'm gonna say Colts are gonna win. I'm gonna say it's gonna be... Oh, man. Uh, Colts, Texans.
0: Come on, it's just Colts, Texans. shouldn't take this long.
1: Seven,
0: 17-14. Okay, Okay. then uh, here we go. Washington Chiefs. Chris, I haven't told you, actually. I'm... I'm going to this game.
1: <laughs> You're going to this game.
0: I'm going to be at the Chiefs Washington game.
1: <laughs> oh man, Who are I do going know. I just
0: forgot to tell you, like when we were discussing it, but um, yeah, I'm gonna be there, and it's gonna be funny because FedEx Field is probably like, the worst stadium in the league. So that's gonna be interesting. Um. My luck with seeing the Chiefs in person has not been good. I've seen them play the Giants and the Jets in 2017, and that's it. And we lost both times, and both of those Giants and Jets teams sucked. So it was very disappointing watching them. I hope it's different this time. I'll pick the Chiefs <sighs> 34 to 27. I don't know. There's no
1: way the Chiefs fall to 2 and 4. I didn't think they were going to fall to 2 and 3 let alone two and four. I think the Chiefs win. I'm going to say this game is going to be um, 37-35.
0: Oh, God. I, yeah, it's definitely going to be close. I know I'm going to be shitting myself just fucking having a heart attack in that during that game, but we'll see what happens. Uh, Bears-Packers, the Bears are going to get their ass whooped uh, 38-17. No doubts about it.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go – Packers are going to absolutely steamroll this team. Uh, this Bears team is protecting Justin Fields at all costs, not letting him air it out, not letting him run as much as he wants. So with that being said, I think the Packers are going to win 42-13. to 13.
0: Okay. Lions-Bengals, a battle of two pretty depressing fan bases um, at Detroit don't, dis- too. Don't,
1: don't disrespect your dad like that.
0: I'm just saying, he would agree with me. He would agree with me. Um, honestly, the Bengals could lose this game. This is totally a game where the Bengals. Oh, just this blow is it. such a
1: spot. This is such a Bengals spot to lose. Do Go I on. do it?
0: Do I pick the mm-hmm. Lions here? I'm st- I'm sticking with
1: the Bengals. I love this Bengals team. They are they've been <laughs> no. fun to watch. <laughs> but this is such a
0: game. Those, the Bengals just blow it. You know what? I'll, all right, if this this, this it, isn't
1: the Bengals of old. This is this is a new Bengals team.
0: Okay. I'll give the Bengals the benefit of the doubt. Sure. I'll, I'll have them winning 27 17.
1: Bengals Lions. Um, I'm going to go 28 to 14. TJ Hawkinson's going to find the end zone twice because he he owes it to me. I need TJ Hawkinson okay. this week.
0: All right. But Bengals, um, Cardinals, Browns. Bengals
1: have it in the bag. Bengals are going to win. What?
0: Cardinals, Browns.
1: Uh I'm going with I'm going with the Cardinals.
0: Yeah. I think I'm also gonna go with Cardinals. I no, I don't know. Yeah, I can see the Browns being three and three, honestly. I could just see it. So I'll go with the Cardinals. Um I'll go 38 to 30.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go Cardinals no, no, going no, no. 25. I'm gonna go 25, 22 Cardinals.
0: Actually, I don't know. Both defenses are good. You know, I'll stick by it. Doesn't matter. Patriots, Cowboys—probably the two most hated teams in the league. Um, Cowboys are going to win by a lot. They're, they're probably going to win thirty-five to sixteen.
1: Yeah, this Patriots team is bad, but you know, I you know, I'm feeling like putting a uh, a big upset on this on this slate today so i'm gonna go with the patriots just to uh spice some things up i i, I feel it could be bad but you know I, I i don't know this just feels like 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 a total spot when the patriots end up winning and this dallas team isn't producing as much i'm gonna go 17 13 patriots <laughs>
0: there's no way they give up 300 yards and three touchdowns to davis mills and then give up 13 points to the cowboys i just don't believe it. all right do raiders- you imagine broncos- that happened
1: could you could you just imagine
0: <laughs> yeah. no no raiders broncos the broncos are going to win and they're going to win 24 to 20 nah the raiders suck now 24 to 16
1: you know what? I think with everything going on with the uh, John Gruden situation, I think this Raiders team is going to want to come out and just quiet everyone down. And I think the Raiders are going to come out with the, with the win here over the Broncos. I, I don't think it's going to be anything pretty. I think they're going to just escape. I think it's going to be 23-20 and the Raiders are going to win.
0: Okay. And then, Chris, we got the primetime games, Steelers-Seahawks. Ooh. Uh, if, ooh, if, ooh, if, ooh. If, if
1: Russell Wilson was playing... Seahawks would win, Seahawks would win, but since it's Geno Smith in a bad Seahawks defense, I'm going to say Pittsburgh. Uh, I think this game is going to be, I don't know, I think it could be like
0: 21-17. Hmm. Wow, this is actually a weird game. Um, yeah, screw it, Chris. I'll pick the Seahawks. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I'll go, uh, I'll go. I just, we haven't right? seen. Gino won't be great, but I think he'll have a few nice plays. I'll, I'll put him. I'll put a twenty to seventeen. Seahawks, and I'm then Bills, think- Titans. I like the Buffalo. Titans, but Buffalo is just Buffalo at this point. Best team in the league. What can you do? Um, they're going to win thirty-five to twenty-four.
1: I'm going to go this, – this Titans defense sucks. This Bills offense is one of the best in the NFL. I'm going to say the Bills are going to win 42-23. to
0: I hope because I got Josh Allen and Dawson Knox on my fantasy team. So they better go off this game.
1: So ho- hopefully that happens. Um, I'm looking forward to, uh, to this week. It's going to be fun tomorrow night. Hopefully Tom Brady has a good performance for me. Uh, this week, you know, I say it about every week of football is an exciting week because whenever there's football on it's always fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. I, I really have a good feeling about this week. There's a lot of, a lot of good games, a lot of storylines to, to pay attention to, but Sam, um, I'm, I'm, I'm just so happy that football is here. I, I know this is the sixth I week, know. but
0: We're in the midst. it
1: feels like Christmas every week. Every Sunday just feels like, <laughs> it just feels like Christmas morning.
0: Chris, the next time I talk to you, the next time uh, we're on this podcast, I will have watched the two most controversial named NFL teams. Uh, You know, the Chiefs are looking at their future right now uh, with the Washington football team. There there will be two football teams in the near future probably. Kansas uh, City football team. I will have experienced probably (laughs) – I will experience probably the shittiest stadium in the NFL, so I'll definitely uh, report back on this podcast and how that experience is like. But um, you know, so I'm first into a fight with Mahomes. some
1: like you're going to get to a fight with some Washington fan. I can already honestly, see it.
0: probably, probably, and uh, honestly, I'm excited because this is the first time I've ever seen Mahomes playing live. Uh, That's wait, who are honestly, you going with? Maggie. It's honestly, you're gonna it's have exhilarating.
1: To, Are you gonna have to teach her what like a first down means and everything? <laughs> okay okay so she knows the basics that's good
0: i'll, I'll give her the mahomes jersey we'll, we'll get some mahomes magic going on
1: wait well, then what jersey are you gonna wear
0: uh, i got a kelsey i'll wear kelsey i like fine, the kelsey not? but yeah you, you honestly, gotta get
1: you gotta get a pringle jersey you need to get a pringle jersey
0: <laughs> yeah i'm saying i might get one but i'm um, chris you're i'm probably gonna have to watch a lot of highlights back uh because i'm not gonna be watching red zone this uh this week so You know, it's going to be interesting to see how I recap these games uh, from the point of view of going to see a game live. So we'll see what happens. But um, Chris, exciting to talk about you. uh, Talk about this next week. Week five is great. Let's hope for just as good as a week six. But yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week.